What if I told you that God could be seen in the most ordinary things every day? That if we just took a break from the busyness of our lives to just stop and look around, to consider the things that we encounter all the time and overlook, the lessons that we would learn from our children and in our homes, our families, what if I told you that everyday ordinary events could teach us extraordinary eternal truths? Would you believe me? Hey everybody and welcome back to the Set Your Mind Above podcast. I'm your host BJ Sype. I am a Christian, a preacher, a husband, and a father. In this podcast, we take everyday, ordinary events and explore how they can teach us extraordinary, eternal truths. I'm so glad that you have joined me for this episode. Now, let's open up our minds, our hearts, and our Bibles together. First of all, y'all are so patient with me as of late. Again, it's Wednesday and not Tuesday, and I really appreciate you being flexible with when the podcast drops. I'm thinking I might just shift it to Wednesday going forward, because with our new schedule with three children and some of my other studies, that is starting to look like a better day to drop going forward. So just be aware of that for future weeks. Anyhow, I've got one pretty cute story to share with you guys today. And this one comes from my daughter, Ava. Whenever I get home from work, The first thing I generally hear is daddy's home from one or both of the older kids, and they come barreling into my arms before they ask me to play with them. Well, such was the case yesterday, and Ava wanted to do something very special with me. She wanted to play hairstyles. This is such a fun time. Ava will go and get her brush, her hair ties, different bows and combs, and then come and give me a special hairstyle. I sat down on the couch, and she tied a bandana around my neck to catch the hair like at the barber's, and proceeded to give me a hairstyle. Dane cut my hair with pretend finger scissors, while Ava proceeded to send my hair in about 1,000 different directions with her comb. They were having a ball, but we had to cut it short because dinner was ready. So I promised Ava, we can finish up right before bed. Well... Dinner and bath had come and gone, and it was now bedtime, and she reminded me of my promise. So I grabbed one of her brushes and handed it to her to let her do a special hairstyle before we said goodnight. A few minutes later, I said, Are you about done, honey? It's bedtime. She responded, No, Daddy. Hairstyles take a long, long time. So long. Like five to seven minutes. You just need to be patient. I started to laugh as she ran a brush through my beard now. So five to seven minutes is a long time, huh? Yeah, Daddy, that's like forever. (laughs) She finally finished and we said goodnight and I walked out into our living room and sat down by the fire. The mind of a child is such a funny thing, isn't it? Five to seven minutes feels like forever to a four-year-old. Time seems to move so much slower when you are a child, doesn't it? I remember back when something being a year away seemed like an eternity. As a child, I awaited Christmas with unmatched glee. 
but then would be so sad on the day after Christmas because it was going to be a full year before it would come again. But now that I'm older, time seems to have sped up and just continues to go by faster with each passing year. My children are growing up fast right before my eyes. Years feel like months. Months feel like weeks, and weeks feel like days. As you grow older, you begin to realize that you don't have as much time as you always thought that you would have. You learn to cherish the time that you have, because all you have to do is blink, and your life will pass you by. In the grand scheme of things, a lifetime is not a long time. Even if we are blessed to live for the better part of a century. If you were to ask anyone in their upper years, they would more than likely tell you that life is so short. To quote the infamous line from Ferris Bueller, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop to look around every once in a while, you could miss it. As a matter of fact, Scripture attests to this time and time again. Consider the following passages with me. For starters, the Psalms speak to this matter frequently. In Psalm 90 and verse 10, it says, Our lives last 70 years, or if we are strong, 80 years. Even the best of them are struggle and sorrow. Indeed, they pass quickly and we fly away. Again, in Psalm 39, verses 4 through 5, also it reads, Lord, make me aware of my end and the number of my days, so that I will know how short-lived I am. In fact, you have made my days just inches long, and my lifespan is as nothing to you. Yes, every human being stands as only a vapor. This language of life being a vapor would also be borrowed by the New Testament author James, who wrote, Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring, or what your life will be. For you are like vapor, that appears for a little while, then vanishes. James 4 and verse 14. To illustrate this, I want you to picture the following. The weather is getting colder now, and if you live somewhere like I do, the temperature is starting to drop into the lower 40s, and we've even hit the high 20s, low 30s a couple of times already. On a cold night, I want you to walk outside, take a deep breath, and breathe out into the dark night. What will you see? Naturally, you will see your exhaled breath projected out in front of you but it does not linger. It is only there for a moment, but then it dissipates, and it's gone. This is how Scripture illustrates how quickly our lives pass by. We are here today and gone tomorrow. What changes between the days of being a child and being an adult that you begin to realize this? I think much of it stems from becoming painfully aware of our mortality. In our youth, we don't think about death. We feel like we are going to live forever. But as we age, we understand that this is not so. Suddenly, the years we have left 
in this life seem much fewer and shorter than they once did. While many might think that having this knowledge is unsettling or discouraging, Scripture teaches us that much rather there is great wisdom in this. Consider what Psalm 90 would go on to say in verse 12. Teach us to number our days carefully, so that we might develop wisdom in our hearts. When we live with the end in mind, it changes our perspective and in turn will change the way in which we live. Wisdom teaches us that our greatest commodity is time, and we must learn to spend it well so as not to waste it. Paul himself would write in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 through 16, Pay careful attention, then, to how you walk, not as unwise people, but as wise, making the most of the time, because the days are evil. We only have so many years to live on this earth, to bear fruit for the Lord, and make an impact on others in our life. Understanding how quickly our lives pass teaches us not to waste what little time we are given. Rather than spending each night mindlessly in front of a television, we spend time with our family and enjoy the years with our children at home, preparing them for their own walk of faith. Rather than putting off the things that we know we must do to grow for a more convenient time, we become proactive in our spiritual and personal growth. Whatever it might be, the point is this. Life is shorter than you think. Don't waste the precious gift you have been given by God. Use the time you have now, right now, to do His will and accomplish His purposes in your life. Thank you for tuning in for this week's episode, and I would invite you back every Wednesday for a brand new episode each week. If you haven't already, be sure to find us on Facebook for occasional announcements and special video sessions. If you have benefited from this podcast, please, if you're able to, be sure to share it with someone else that you think could benefit from it as well. Until next time, know that I love you, that God loves you, and may we all each and every day set our minds above. Turn it a hundred and two today. Asked him what's the secret to life. He looked up from his old pipe. Laughed and said all I could say is, Don't blink. Just like that, you're six years old and you take a nap and you wake up and you're 25. Then your high school sweetheart becomes your wife. Don't blink, you just might miss your babies growing like mine did. Turning into moms and dads, next thing you know, you better have a 50 years is there in bed. And you pray and God takes you instead Trust me, friend A hundred years goes faster than you think So don't blink well, 
But I was glued to my TV when it looked like he looked at me and said, Best start putting first things first. Cause when your hourglass runs out of sand, you can't flip it over and start again. Take every breath God gives you for what it's worth. Don't blink. Just like that, you're six years old and you take a nap and you wake up and you're 25 and your high school sweetheart becomes your wife. Don't blink, you just might miss your babies growing like mine did, turning into moms and dads. Next thing you know, you better have a 50 years is there and there. Praying God takes you instead Trust me, friend A hundred years goes faster than you think So don't blink So I've been trying to slow it down I've been trying to take it in in this here today gone tomorrow world we're living in don't blink just like that you're six years old and you take a nap and you wake up and you're 25 and your high school sweetheart becomes your wife don't blink you just might miss your babies growing like mine dear turning into moms and dads Next thing you know, you better have a 50 years there in bed. And you pray and God takes you instead. Trust me, friend, a hundred years goes faster than you think. So don't blink. No, don't blink. Life goes faster than you think, so don't blink. Life goes faster than you think, don't blink. Don't blink. Life goes faster than.